Hello everybody and welcome Hello. to a brand new episode of the Cine Lovers Podcast. Woo! I'm Jamie and as always I am joined with my lover Mercedes. Lovers. Exactly. Make sure <laughs> to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Cine Lovers Podcast where you can find all of our latest news and videos. You can like and subscribe, follow, get at us at all of them. And wherever you are listening or watching, make sure to press that subscribe or follow button so you never miss an episode. Exactly, as she just (laughs) did there. So, today's episode, we're going to be uh, going through the most recent news in the entertainment industry. We're going to be talking about some trailers that have recently been on as well, and some films that we have gone to see at the cinema as well. So, let's start off with the news. The news. The news. The news. Um, so lots in the news this week, actually. Um, quite a few things to share with you guys. Uh, we recently found out they have wrapped on Thor Love and Thunder. So that should be winging its way to us soon, I winging hope. Winging its way. Winging its way by Milnia. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm super excited about this one. Um, first Thor, Thor films. Um, First two Thor films were okay. Everyone enjoyed the first one because it was the first one. Second one, Dark World, we don't really like to talk about it too much. It's a bit snooze fast. Um, but uh, Ragnarok was amazing. Came in and just like knocked out of the park. And um, it was so out there. It was like so cool. It was 80s. Of course, it was Taika Waititi, who's like a dude. Um, and of course, he's now um, taking control of Thor and Thunder as well. So that is. Uh, definitely exciting and um, hoping maybe for some interaction with the guardians as Thor kind of Thor did leave with them. the guardians to form the as guardians of the galaxy so hopefully they have been announced that they are going to be in this film don't know how long they are going to be but obviously the big thing about this film is the return of natalie portman as jane or she for female she, I, I know, yeah, I don't she know yeah she did some kind it. of thor thing as well and yeah, she and she i've seen a picture thor. of her she's like Getting hench, man. She's getting hench, man. Yeah. So. And um, of course, with if you saw the picture, um, yeah, Taika Titi and Chris Hemsworth uh, yeah. announced in the wrapping, and obviously you've got Chris Hemsworth mm-hmm. proper hench. Proper hench. Uh, and Bill, obviously, he is playing Hulk Hogan in a Netflix uh, series. So Hulk Hogan, he's 24-inch pythons as well. So. Um, that's going to be interesting to see Chris Hemsworth in that role after after Thor as well. Uh, but I like how you said that Thor: The Dark World is like the worst one. But uh, one of the one of the characters in the, the Thor series, uh, Zachary Levi, uh, played Fandral. Yeah. And obviously, um, he's also been in the news this week. Yeah. Because they have released a small little teaser of Shazam. Like, you didn't really get to see much. Obviously, no. it was just, just the suit uh, that you got to see. Uh, very darkly lit, shall we say. Um, but the, the suit looks completely different. I say completely different. It's uh, missing quite a lot. I don't think... I couldn't it's see a cape. Like a big white, white, big white cape, yeah? It was red, wasn't it? The cape. It's white. Is it? can't remember. It's it could white. be white. But, uh, yeah, I can't remember seeing the cape on there. So maybe he's uh, lived by that rule in the first film to say that superheroes shouldn't have capes. Um, so I'm excited to see what they're going to do with Shazam. Yeah. Um, it's a great cast. Like, the first film was great, wasn't mm-hmm. it? So much fun. 
yeah, like I said, I love Zachary Levi, um, back from his Chuck days and stuff, so excited to see that. But it was just a small teaser of him just going over the uh, over the, the new suit, so it'll be exciting to see when yeah. development goes further on to that. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to the new Shazam, because I really enjoyed the first one. It was such a different thing from DC. We usually get the dark brooding film noir style things from DC, but... It was just seeing a different side of them, um, but in the same world, obviously. Um, so that was really cool. And uh, the uh, the dorky little foster brother is super into all his nerdy superhero stuff, um, aren't we all? Um, it's kind of like embodies the uh, the whole feel of Shazam. Uh, I love that. So yeah, I'm super looking forward to the, the second one. Hoping for an equally good villain. Um, as we had in the first one, Mark Strong is obviously amazing. So yeah. Yeah. And like I said, with Shazam, it's a complete different turn to the film noir mm-hmm. of, of of DC. Um, obviously, with your Zack Snyder, uh, Batman, your Batman v Superman, and Man of Steel, and obviously the Justice League films, and mm-hmm. uh, obviously that had a really dark turn. And then you've got these lighter films like Shazam, and then Aquaman as well. Yes, um, which has also had some news this week. Which has also had some news this week as well. Yeah, so James Wan posted on Instagram this week, and um, that um, they have they were having a production meeting for the new Aquaman film, Aquaman and the Lost. The last Lost Kingdom, the Lost Kingdom. Um, so that's quite exciting, and that's now in the works. Um, obviously, we saw at the end of the last film, um, is it Manta um, was gearing up, so he's going to be the, the big mm-hmm. bad in this one, we believe. Um, but it'll be just great to see, um, like Patrick Wilson back as well, because I love Patrick Wilson, and so he's great in anything. Um, and Jason Momoa is just a great Aquaman. I think he might not look like the original Aquaman, but I think he embodies the whole soul of what Aquaman is uh, really well um, due to his heritage and things so yeah excited yeah it's it's going to be interesting like I said it's only really early stages at the moment yeah. uh, there's not a lot of much detail on that but DC were very busy over uh, the last few weeks as well they have also announced a new animated film I yeah. think it's a film, yeah, isn't it's it? A film, yeah. It's uh, the DC League of Super Pets. Woo! Excited um, about this. Which, again, I assume, like I said, it's about the pets of superheroes. I'm pretty much sure, but they've they've announced the casting of that. Uh, Keanu Reeves has just joined the cast of um, some of the actors like Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Kate McKinnon, John Krasinski, Kevin Hart, Diego Luna. So there's a, a lot of mainstream big Hollywood actors within this a DC League of Super Pets film. I'm not sure a lot of information about it. No, I'm not sure what the premise is. I don't think it's going to be pets of, of superheroes. I think they are just like super animals. They are super pets. Yeah, super pets. Where's super the superman? dog thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm excited about that because it just sounds really cool and offbeat and it's got a great cast. So, yeah, I mean, the contrast of, like, Keanu with, like, Kevin Hart, I think he's fantastic. So, I mean, their characters are going to be interesting together, that's for sure. So, yeah, I'm excited about that, definitely. Yeah. So, that's it from DC. Um, but we've also had some news from uh, the Jurassic World uh, series. Big, quite cool news, actually. Um, they've released their first poster um, and that there's going to be an extended preview um, of Jurassic World Dominion at the beginning of Fast 9, if you go to see it at IMAX. So, I mean, I'm not really a massive Fast and the Furious fan, but I think I might be tempted to go and see that IMAX just to see that, that sneak you're peek. Gonna, you're going to go all the way to Manchester just yeah. to watch a sneak peek of Jurassic yeah, World Yeah, I don't want everybody else knowing about Jurassic World Dominion and what's happening. on YouTube in a few months. But, 
Yeah, but everyone will know before me. And, you know, we've got to, like, you know, give these guys a heads up. So I think it's worth it. Plus, you know, I'd, I'd sit and watch all the Fast and Furious films beforehand, like, go and enjoy the film. Got, like, I've seen the first watch, you've, one. You've watched the first one and Hobbs and Shaw, if that counts, because yeah, that's kind of a spin-off. It doesn't count, really, but it's a spin-off. I haven't seen Fast 8. So technically, what I mean. Well, we should do We're it. probably going to watch them together, aren't we? But I only need to watch Fast Day. Well, there's the mission. Before Dominion, well, before Fast Nine comes out, sorry. Which is next month. Oh. Um, well, Dexter can take a, a back seat for now. Oh, Ninja, please. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's exciting. The uh, the poster, um, as you guys can see when I do insert it here, um, it's. Um, <laughs> It's uh, the classic mosquito um, sitting on um, some kind of dino's uh, skin on his back um, with a lovely sunset in the background, which kind of um, symbolises the amber at the beginning of the first film. And the tagline, um, I believe, was, it all starts here or it all started here. It all started here. It all started like that. So it's going to be interesting if there is going to be um, some aspect with the original mosquito amber thing. Plus, the main thing about Jurassic World Dominion is you have the Holy Trinity in the film, and that is um, Sam Neill, Dr. Alan Grant, um, Laura Dern, Dr. Ellie Sadler, and Jeff Goldblum, Dr. Ian Malcolm. So, I mean, it's worth it just for that. And uh, of course, you've got the crossover with the the new people. You know, you've got the original cast and the new cast. Yeah, it's very similar to like so when X Men did it, isn't mm-hmm. it? Like. X-Men, you had your first three films, X-Men, X, X2, and then X-Men Last Stand. And then you had First Class, Days of Future Past and Apocalypse. And obviously you had the crossover of, this, of these two generations of characters um, in Days of Future Past as well. So it looks like it's probably going to be something similar to that with Jurassic Park and Jurassic World combining into these two little worlds. Yeah. Speaking of crossovers, though, I know Chris Pratt, and Vin Diesel, obviously both famous for being Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, have both publicly spoken about their interest in doing a crossover. However, that would work. I have no idea. Fast but... and Furious meets Jurassic World crossover. Yeah, I mean, you literally, you, I mean, they're talking about going to space at some point in Fast and the Furious franchise. <laughs> so, it's, it's it's long gone from drifting and drag racing. It's all like yeah massive heists and like in fast seven i'm pretty sure they drive a car off a building onto another building in skyscrapers so it's an absolute crazy world that they've built now so why not why can't jurassic park live in the same universe on an island somewhere else aren't they so yeah exactly that's what i mean whereas fast and the furious are usually within the us of a or hawaii they're in the united states yeah well of course why can't they they are now in they are now within the us because Last thing we saw at the end of the last Jurassic World film was the, the the dinosaurs getting out free in the US and all going off in different directions. So, so you know, maybe we will see yeah. Vin Diesel's Don Torado and Jonathan Cena's You Helping Can't to See catch Me the dinos back getting up. chased by a T Rex. That would uh, be cool. That, that you mean you got to have your Nossie and Nitro to go escape from that T Rex. That would be cool. See, she's I'm open to it. She's I'm open. Seeing. Let's see it. Why what not? Let us know. On Instagram or Facebook or even at the bottom of these videos, just let us know what you think. Because it's a very interesting concept, I'm not sure how they would work it, um, but you'd want to see it. Oh yeah, I Fast that. cars and dinosaurs. I mean, we sort of saw that a bit in the second Jurassic Park film in uh, San Francisco, no San Diego, sorry. So uh, I'll see you again. Um, so yeah, Jurassic World Dominion, excited about that. 
Uh, next bit of news is Lord of the Rings related. Jamie, just go to sleep for a So for you Lord of the Rings fans out there, um, saw this on Instagram this week, they are doing a... Um, wow, good night. Um, new Line Cinema have a new animated uh, film in the works, like an anime film um, called War of the Rohirrim. Um, it's an untold story of, the, of Helm's Deep and the King of Rohan. So that's going to be really cool to watch, actually. I'm excited about that. Um, so, okay, you can wake up now. Hello. Um, so, yeah, look into that. I'm not sure where it's coming out, but that's going to be something good to see. Um, and final bit of news um, is something that we're very excited about. And if you're a fan of the boys or you're a fan of Supernatural or just Jensen Ackles in general, um, you'll be excited too. Um, so the boys is a great show on Amazon and they <clears throat> announced for season three they are having a um, a new member to the cast, which we've known for a while. Um, and recently we got a full character reveal of this character. So this character is Soldier Boy. Yeah, I'm gonna, he's, he's appearing here now next to us. Um, it's Soldier Boy, played by Jen Snackles, who is obviously famous from being uh, Dean Winchester in Supernatural. Um, and he looks good. The outfit looks amazing. I'm excited. Yeah, I know you weren't very happy about it when he uh, first joined the boys in his big and scruffy yeah. looking with the great big bushy beard yeah. and the long mm -hmm. hair and stuff. So um, he's shaved now. He looks a little bit better. He's more polished. And I think maybe, I'm not sure about the backstory of Soldier Boy in the comics, but maybe that's kind of like his thing. Like they've done all of his backstory, maybe being homeless or trouble with war or something then. He's captive. I mean, like Oliver Queen yeah. when he was trapped on Lian now, however you want to call Nian it. Nian Yi, there you go. Yeah. And then obviously he had the big long hair and beard and stuff, didn't he? So mm -hmm. maybe Soldier Boy's going through a similar, similar thing, thing with yeah. that. And then obviously then becomes Soldier Boy, as you can see him. Yeah, well, the outfit now. looks very like <clears throat> Captain America meets Arrow kind of thing. You know, it's very green, which is my favorite color. So nice um so yeah no i think he's gonna be a really cool addition to the uh to the boys team Um, whether he's gonna be a good character or a bad character we do not know because obviously if you're a fan of the boys you know it's um, <clears throat> a very morally ambiguous show Um, it's about superheroes um and portraying them as real people with flaws um a lot of flaws some of them um and the what the, what is how difficult it is to be a superhero um you know if you are trying to be a good person as well um, so it's a really cool show, and um, if you've not checked it out, definitely do so on Amazon Prime. Um, Keith Urban's in it. Um, Keith uh, Urban. Not Keith Urban, Keith Urban! <laughs> What's he called? Carl Urban. Urban. Carl Urban's in it. The guy from Star Trek. Yes. Oh, many games. And Dread. And Lord of the Rings. Um, Carl Urban. Urban's in it, um, along with... Erin um, Moriarty, Jack Quaid. Yes, Jack Quaid is what I was going for, who's obviously the love child, well, son of... Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan and uh, yeah Jack's really cool um yeah it's got a great cast generally um it's it's interesting show but it is really really fun yeah I think the most interesting thing for me is obviously Supernatural that was on TV for 15 mm -hmm. years 15 seasons of TV and obviously Jensen Ackles and Jared Padalecki have gone their own way but they've both found themselves back into TV like Jared yeah. Padalecki has gone on to Walker which is a remake of Walker, Walker Texas Ranger back in the day which was a big franchise and then obviously Jensen Ackles has joined the boys which is mm -hmm. going into season three which is very successful award nominated tv show again it's a franchise it's it's a comic book adaptation so 
I, I was quite interested in like as soon as it finished, they both went straight back into yeah, TV. Yeah, it's great for them. Um, I mean, especially Jensen, I think, because um, Jared's doing the brave thing of starting a brand new show afresh, um, and it's something that's you know has already been done. It's a show that they're kind of reignite, um, and people obviously compare it to the the original. So it's quite brave of him to do that. But I've seen a few episodes. You know, it's a, it's good. I enjoy it. Um, it's not like gripping me you know i'm not watching it constantly but i do want to watch it eventually and finish watching it but i think um jensen and um, this is going to be really good for his career because he's walking into an already successful show and um it looks like it's going to be a really cool interesting role and yeah could really could really do well from it so i'm excited for him I'm proud yeah. Of them both. So, yeah yeah so that's it for this week's news in the news in the news <laughs> We are now going to move on to the trailers that have recently been mm-hmm. released online. So there's been a few trailers that have come out. Uh, the first one for me would be Dear Evan Hansen uh, as a big musicals fan. Um, this one, it's, it's a bit strange. Um, so Dear Evan Hansen was a, a stage show um on broadway and it's come to the west end now as well i had tickets to go see it on the west end and then covid hit and obviously i never got to see it it does reopen in september so hopefully we will go to go and see it yeah. at some point now i know sam taught you plays the role has won awards for it um uh, but it was origin it was a role originated by ben platt who played benji in the pitch perfect films he was on the netflix show the politician um so he's actually reprising his role in the movie adaptation of Dear Evan Hansen and Dear Evan Hansen is about a 16 year old teenager in high school so Ben Platt's in his 30s so it's, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a strange one I mean I, I want to see Ben Platt in the role anyway I, I never got to see it on Broadway as we live in the UK and obviously Ben Platt does the voice uh on the soundtrack he obviously plays Derwin Hansen on the original Broadway soundtrack so I'm used to some of his songs on there uh, I didn't really know a lot about the story because I don't listen to the soundtrack I don't like listening to soundtracks when they come out so um I think it ruins the story so I like to go in fresh um I listen to about one or two maybe because you can't you can't really not, not, yeah. not listen to them <clears throat> um so it's basically the film about um there about evan hansen who has been told by his therapist to write letters to himself because he's going through depression and like mental health um issues so he writes these letters and then uh, one of his classmates finds his letter in the printer and confronts him about it and then he leaves with the letter that night he commits suicide and his parents find this letter on their son uh, which obviously starts with the words Dear Evan Hansen because he has to write these letters to himself. Um, and then the story is his parents of the person that's committed suicide thinks that these two were really close, Evan Hansen and the boys committed suicide. And Evan Hansen has then become quite popular because because of this. And yeah, they think that he's written a letter to them, to him as his last. Yeah, like it's his last, last words. Like, exactly. So um, Evan Hansen spoke at his wake and basically told a bunch of lies about knowing him and it, it went viral and he became quite famous for it. And the story is about 
is about is about that, which is um, something that's um, like I said, I didn't really know a lot about the story, but I am I'm interested in seeing the film. Uh, obviously, Caitlin Dever's in it as well, and I'm a big fan of Caitlin Dever, who's in Booksmart. Yeah, she's um, cool. So I'm looking forward to to the film, and um, I can suspend my my belief that Ben Platt is a high school student. Indeed. I mean, if that's the only thing I have to do, that's fine. Um, the cast is also pretty good as well. I know there's some additional supporting characters in there as well, um, quite big names. So I am looking forward to the film. Uh, the trailer um, had, uh, I can't remember what song it was now, that was in there, but it was a really good song. I Will Be Found. You Will, you be, will found. be Found, yeah. yeah. Yeah, which is obviously one of the most famous songs from, from the film. And I am looking forward to it. Like I said, getting to see Ben Platt in this film. And this year we, we are going to have a lot of musicals over the next 12 uh, to 24 months with adaptations from stage shows. They have announced Wicked is also going to be made into a stage show. Mean Girls is also going to be mean a musical stage film. adaptation. Yeah. Like it's going to have, you're going to have Mean Girls, Mean Girls the musical on stage, and a Mean Girls the musical the movie. So they are making movie adaptation of the musical. So a there are a lot of stage show musicals being made at this moment in time. I'm not complaining because um, they are we great. So, but yeah, the first one for me, Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah, um, I mean, I was a bit annoyed when the trailer came out because, like you say, you don't know the you don't know the story of the show until you go and see it, and then the trailer came out and told us the whole story of the film and the show, and it kind of shows you most of the film as well. I was just like, hmm, that's annoying. But, yeah, it does look fun. The challenge is the fact that you'd really, really, truly want to see the show before you saw the film, and now it looks like it's probably going to end up being the other way around. But we'll just see. We'll see how it goes. But, yeah, uh, there's another um, kind of musical-y film as well. I'm not sure if it's a musical or not. It's it's a bit of a strange one. It's about a musical composer um, who is played by Andrew Garfield, and I know the trailer was a little bit ambiguous. I know we were confused when we were looking mm. at it because we thought maybe it was by the creator of Rent or is it about the creator of Rent? Or we're probably just mis- misreading something there. Yeah. But but Andrew Garfield plays this uh, music composer who's looking to write a show uh, for the stage, but he's having issues. It's called TikTok Boom. And like I said, Andrew Garfield, he's, he's having a good year um, so far. So, I mean, he's got a few work in the pipeline and... This one definitely looks interesting. Um, did, I can't remember. If, did it say it was going on Netflix? Uh, I don't know. I think, I'm, oh, yeah, it might be. Yeah, yeah I maybe, think it was maybe. a Netflix film, wasn't yeah. it? It looks so. interesting, though. It looks, again, inspirational and, you know, there's a bit of dancing in the street and stuff. And, you know, yeah. Bohemia. Bohemia. Yeah, cause yeah. That, that's the whole thing about sure Ren as well. I'm pretty Ren. sure it's something called, like, Americana. I'm pretty sure that's, that's what he's writing. Mm. Maybe that turns into Rent later on. I don't know. But um, yeah, um, it, it's going to be, there's a little detail about it that from what I've read so far, but TikTok boom looks pretty interesting. Yeah, um, and the next trailer is the new installment from Disney. Um, again, I think, they're, uh, I think they're knocking them out quite a lot recently. Uh, we've not even had Luca out yet, which I'm, which I'm excited for. Again, that's something I completely forgot. There's something else coming out called Encanto, which I'd forgotten about. And we've not even had those. Well, isn't it? Oh, oh that's good. We've not even had those yet, and we've already got a trailer for another new film um, called Ron's Gone Wrong. Don't try saying that after you've had a few tequilas. Um, so Ron's Gone Wrong, uh, it doesn't look that exciting to me. Um, I've watched the trailer twice now, first time 
it started i was like hang on a minute haven't we had this in big hero 6 we've sure we've done this already because basically a boy and his robots but it's a little bit different it seems to be some kind of um new technology device that everybody wants to have and um, it's kind of like kind of like a, a pet best friend that's also like your phone slash internet thing um like kind of maybe a furby meets an ipad that kind of thing um and he really wants one obviously because everyone has them and his dad gets him one and i think the idea is that he gets a defective one i mean when i was watching the trailer the second time i'm like why didn't he just return it i guess we'd have no film um so um yeah it's going to be interesting to see i'm sure it'll take the journey of oh this thing's annoying me oh hang on a minute it's calling me its best friend oh it'll save me or i'll save it by the end of it and we'll all, better than all, we'll the all be heartwarming because it's, because it's special yeah so yeah um so yeah i mean <clears throat> it looks okay not that excited about it but um we were discussing the cast yesterday um zach galifianakis plays the role of ron yeah uh, the the young boy ron is the device yeah. thing uh you've got the little boy who is from shazam and it who plays and eddie i love that kid i love him both shazam and in it uh, eddie was my favorite character in it so those are the things that are exciting me about it it's got a good cast so we will see it may it may turn out to be a, a classic but it could be again did it say was it pixar or does the animated classic um i'm not sure actually i'm not sure i didn't look but yeah so go check out the trailer eh? see what you guys think long's gone wrong long's gone wrong um but the trailer i'm most excited about <laughs> um is masters of the universe uh revelation. revelation i forgot what it's called then i couldn't remember right <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm excited about it so i don't know if i even watched that much he-man um as a kid i just remember it being around i think i probably did watch the odd episode along with all the other great 80s 90s epic tv shows that, that we had and um, but because i think it was more 80s and i was born in 88 i probably just missed the big hype of it um but i know it's always been there and i've always known that it's something that i would love um, I recently watched the documentary about He-Man on Netflix, um, which I definitely recommend checking out if you are a He-Man fan or just a great, you know, 80s, 90s kid, um, then definitely check it out. It's good fun, uh, nice nostalgia trip. Um, and it made me kind of really want to watch the show um, and She-Ra as well. And then uh, just last week, I saw this trailer announced for he for Masters of the Universe um, Revelation. Um, and a few things that i write about it it's kevin smith that has made it which is so exciting um and i think it's actually a tv show as well it's not film it's a tv show and it's on netflix so it's going to be nice and easily accessible kevin smith's mm -hmm. amazing everything he touches just turns to gold so yeah super excited about that but watch the trailer oh my god you, like you're halfway through the trailer and suddenly body tyler's i need a hero kicks in and you're like oh my god this is amazing and it is just it's 80s anyway it's 80s and amazing anyway because it's he-man and then that comes in and it's just ah oh, so colorful and vibrant and epic fun i think it looks like so yeah i'm excited about watching it so yeah he-man masters of the universe revelation check it out yeah i think there, there has been a few other trailers that have been released mm. um on youtube as well but they really grabbed my attention there could be something that's um a dark horse out there i don't know but um that's all the trailers that 
Lesnar saying you're excited about, yeah, but yeah, that's what we're excited about. Yeah, like I said, um, there's, and we spend most of our nights just scrolling YouTube. Yeah. Uh, May I do anyway? And I'm uh, and you're forced to scroll through YouTube with me. It's trailers, just put on random forced, stuff. But, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but that's it for the trailers. We hopefully we'll have some more for you uh, on the next episode. But we want to talk to you now about stuff that we have watched. Yes. Um, we have been to the cinema. Um, we have had some special screenings of of some films. So the very first lucky. film, yeah, very lucky. Uh, the, the first film that we went to go see uh, was A Quiet Place Part 2. But what's special about this screening was we went to go see it um, as much as the UK as well. Um, on this day, they did a special live Q&A with John Krasinski, which was hosted by Edgar Wright. And this was broadcast across the UK in all different cinemas if you live. went live, if you went during this, this show in. So we put off watching it for, because we were going to go nearly yeah, a week we earlier. We waited a week, yes. Yeah. Um, because I think the week before they did the, the double bill of Quiet Place and Quiet Place 2, we were going to go see that. Yeah. But we were like, we'll wait. They've they announced this Q&A. It's interesting. It's something that we haven't done before. Yeah. And it was great. Like that after the film, they, they talked about the filmmaker, right? Um, he was very excited. He was very excited. <laughs> um, it, it was really fun. So hopefully uh, Odeon and other cinemas will continue to do this more because I think there was a demand for it. Yeah. Our cinema wasn't packed. I don't think it's a big thing in Blackpool, but you know there are film lovers out there that, that do want this. And the, the, the cinema was packed in London when it did pan over to the audience. So yeah. there is definitely an audience for that. But the film, um, in general, I think it's... Um, I preferred this over the the first film. I think it was really really good. So um, yeah, it was um, very interesting uh, the way that they did it because to me it felt a little bit like a quiet play, uh, like The Last of Us. Um, with The Last of Us, it kind of you've got Joel and Ellie, this father figure and daughter traveling across this post-apocalyptic world, and that's kind of what it felt like with the uh, the characters of Killian Murphy. And um, the daughter of John Krasinski's character, the main character, what she's called? And um, Reagan, played Reagan. by Melissa. Played by Yeah, Melissa is actually deaf in real life as well. John Krasinski was mentioning how they wanted a, a real deaf actor uh, in this film so they could actually portray the, the reality and learn from her. And, and learn from her, she really. Helped a lot, didn't like, she? To create the ambience of the film as well, to make it as realistic as possible because these monsters these aliens and these creatures yeah um they feed off sound like they can't they don't have sight but as soon as they hear something that's how they can track their enemy so it's definitely a film about sound and obviously like I said, it's a quiet place you've got to, you've got to stay quiet so um i really enjoyed it uh, there was a, a great cameo as well from uh digimon in there as well he was only in it a little bit but he um did have a memorable part in the film as well yeah um but it was a really good film um definitely yeah i uh i i thought it was absolutely fantastic um i, I didn't think it was better than the first one i thought it was about the same i thought and it's difficult to do that you know when you're making a sequel mm. to have it anywhere near as good as the first one but i thought it was on par perfectly um and i think we both really enjoyed the the opening to it was that prologue of yeah. day one of the event and you know obviously we're in a quiet place you like a certain amount of time into what's already happened the events of what's happened 
whereas this shows you day one and um, so everyone spread about their daily lives and um, you know the the local baseball uh games the kids and uh, you know the town the high street being empty because everyone's at that and you know and and everyone just enjoying life and relationships between different people in the community and all of that and how people live their lives and it was interesting to see our characters our main family in that environment and in that town where in the first film you don't realize they're actually living so close to that trying to survive so close to where they actually originally lived and what was their town and um yeah and there's obviously um someone in the in the beginning of that that you know and um, then they appear later and it's great to see the different relationships there um and the thing for this film for me was the development of the kids characters um obviously we're not going to spoil anything um but the way their kids characters grow um uh, marcus and reagan played by milson and i think his name is noah mm-hmm. um they're both british actors so very proud of them um but yeah, they 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 really develop their characters emotionally, and you know, like so much emotional maturity throughout them, and it's fantastic. Um, so yeah, and it's the way it ends again is just brilliant, and it's really kind of passing of the mantle kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to see that if there is going to be a third one, there's talks of a third one. Uh, they definitely it's definitely like open to the possibility for a third one. Um, so that's cool. Um, also, really, really enjoyed Killian Murphy in it. Um, I'm not going to tell you if his character is good or bad, but because um, you never really know with him. But uh, his character is fantastic, and I really love his development as well. So yeah, I'm definitely to see it. Yeah, and like one of the good things about this one is it's not set like three weeks or three months or whatever after the film. It picks off literally as soon as yeah, A Quiet soon. Place finishes. It takes like literally straight off. You've got a little bit of a prologue day one. But then it goes straight in from where a quiet place ended so it's uh, definitely one to watch if you are a horror fan it's uh, very enjoyable emily blunt as well of course is really good and it's one of those films that i know edgar wright mentioned in the q a and i even mentioned it to mercedes halfway mm-hmm. through the film as well obviously they've got a baby with them as well and you were kind of worrying is something going to happen to this baby at, at points of this film because um I don't know if you saw in the trailers there's stuff to do with oxygen oxygen tanks and stuff like that as well and the baby's being carried in like a, a basket and stuff so it's it's something that you kind of like worrying for the characters of the film because you never know what's going to happen and especially within the first film i mean you want to call your main character john krasinski the director mm-hmm. obviously um died in the first film like he's, he's no longer in it in the first film so um you get to see him back in the prologue uh, of the second film and, and then and that's it because of that that's day one but um so that's one of the good things as well like the main character um yeah no one's safe you know you, you know you're left thinking no one's safe because what happens in the first film so you yeah. don't really know what's gonna happen do you exactly which is yeah. good that's what you want yeah suspense yeah and then we got to go to the cinema for an exclusive Odeon Limitless screening of the new John M. Chu movie. Yeah, In the Heights, um, which obviously is taken from Lin-Manuel Miranda's um, stage show. Um, Obviously, the dude is mainly known for Hamilton. That's how he got his big break. Um, Hamilton's huge now around the world. I'm not a massive fan of it, I'm not going to lie. Um, we haven't been to see the show on stage. I'd probably enjoy it more 
eight on stage and B second time round. But we did watch it on Disney Plus during lockdown along with everybody else. Um, I think it was just because I didn't expect it to be like it was. I didn't know it was going to be all all rap and things, and, and I was just a bit taken aback. Um, but um, it, it was it was good. It just I think I need to watch it again. Um, however, I just have this massive appreciation for the man's talent. I mean, he's oh, he's an amazing writer and and the way he puts music and words together, it's just incredible and creates this amazing story around it. And when we saw the trailer for In the Heights, you know, I was just like, this this looks really good. And I've been excited about it from the first time we saw the trailer. So when we got this opportunity to go and see this exclusive um, viewing a, a week before um, it actually comes out, it's not actually out until Friday the 18th. Um, yeah, so over here in the UK, it, it is UK. out in the US of A right now yeah. in select cinemas and on HBO Max. So yeah. any of our overseas listeners, you can watch you can it on HBO Max now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was like, yes, let's go, let's go straight away. Um, so it was nice because there's only a few people there because there's only a certain amount of people in this town that are on limitless membership at Odeon. Um, but thank you, Odeon, for giving us this opportunity. Um, oh my God, from the second it started, I was just like, I need to come and see us again next week and the week after and the week after because it was just absolutely incredible. The cast are amazing. Anthony Ramos, um, who plays the lead character, and the two main girls in it, and the guy that plays Benny, they're amazing. The kid that plays Sonny, the cousin, the grandma character, well, the the uh, the lady that plays kind of the adoptive grandma to everybody, she's mm-hmm. amazing. The supporting characters are amazing. The three girls in the salon, just everyone is just on fire in that film there are so many like great ensemble dance moments the choreography is incredible yeah. and that dude that dude that did that choreography oh my god mate oscar are we holding their oscars the choreography <laughs> like there just needs uh, i don't know this film it, it finished i was like give it the best picture because for me nothing can beat that this year and you all need to get out there and see it um, it's set in Washington Heights in New York, which is um, further up the north end of Manhattan. And um, it's just, it's what you love about New York. It's all this different culture that in all these different areas of New York that makes New York what it is. And it's this little Dominion Republic area where all the people that originate from the Caribbean um, live. And they just, oh, the culture there is beautiful and colourful and yeah. The films are so good. It is is very, very good. And like I said, it was from Lin-Manuel Miranda. It's where he first got really big in in the US. Um, He did his stage show of that and then went on to do Hamilton and then got worldwide success. And obviously he has then gone on to do a a film of Hamilton, uh, well, filming of the stage show, um, Mary Poppins Returns. Mm. And now he is in this film, uh, not playing... uh, Usnavi as he did in the stage show but he is playing uh, an additional character uh, in this film which again he, he's fun and has yeah. a has a great time in the film as well um it was a really enjoyable film john m chu directed crazy rich asians he's directing this film as well and like i said it's just a brilliant movie he is going on to direct wicked the stage adaptation as well um so i'm excited to see Very what he's going to do with that after uh, the success of this film as well uh, for anyone that likes to read reviews or anything, it's currently rated at 96% on Rotten Tomatoes, freshly certified. So don't take our word for it. You can take all of the 200 plus critics as well. Yeah. It is a phenomenal movie. Uh, for any fans of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Stephanie Beatriz, who plays Rosa Diaz, 
she's also in this film as well, playing one of the Salam girls, and she, she's just amazing. Oh, Something that you so don't funny. you don't really see her <laughs> as this straight character that she is in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Um, she's completely different in this film, playing this comedy role. Um, I am interested to see what Spielberg has for us in December, because West Side Story will be out, and obviously, I say they are quite similar. There is a lot of differences between the movies, but um, like I said, well, in the Heights is like West Side Story meets La La Land, and but it's better than both of them equally. Well, what's the, what was the phrase that you used? It wipes it wipes the, the floor, floor with La La Land. Seriously, I love La La Land, don't get me wrong, but this film is incredible. The soundtrack, I cannot get it out of my head. I need to go and buy it on CD, on LP. Give me the cassette, goddammit! So, yeah. yeah and for anyone that does want to listen to the soundtrack, that is available on Spotify as well. But go um, see the film first. Listen to a like, couple of songs and then go see the film. And just dance in your seat the whole way through as I did. I swear the people behind us must have been like, laughing at me because I was just like, the whole way through it. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> um, but obviously we went to go see that on a special screening on Friday. However, before then, they've always said now that Wednesdays are the new Fridays. And that is because of the new Disney Plus MCU TV show, Loki, the God Ooh. of Mischief. The God of yeah, cheeky mischievous. The cheeky thing. mischievous little thing. <laughs> so the, the character of Loki has got his own new mini series of six episodes, I believe. Well deserved. Um, also starring Owen Wilson. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it basically picks off from uh, where you saw the character in Avengers Endgame. Um, he had the Tesseract and disappeared from 2012, which was during the time of Avengers Assemble. And then he just disappeared for the rest of Endgame. And this picks up straight from where he disappeared. Mm -hmm. And then he's picked up by the, the TVA, the Time Variance Alliance. And they basically explain what they do, that they control time and the timelines and stuff. And there's a lot of nods to the multiverse mm -hmm. and the word madness. Yeah, so madness was used. Um, so you can definitely see that Loki. I know Kevin Feige has also mentioned that this film will have a massive impact on the future of Marvel and Phase 4. Obviously, they've introduced the multiverse. They've, mm -hmm. they've like slight nods to it when they were explaining how the timelines work and these different variances that they can make and different multiverses that they can make. So the next big film after uh, you've got Black Widow, Shang Chi, which we should have had Black Widow last year. Though, so. uh, but then you've got obviously Doctor Strange um, and the Multiverse of Madness next year. You've got Spider Man No Way Home, which have strongly linked to the multiverse as well not fully confirmed yet but they have announced electro from amazing spider-man 2 the andrew garfield film played by jamie fox will be in it and alfred molina who played doc ock from spider-man 2 the toby Maguire movies mm -hmm. is also announced for this film as well there have been strong rumors that toby Maguire and andrew garfield will reprise their roles as peter parker in spider-man but that hasn't been confirmed so yet. Exciting. And recent reports have said Willem Dafoe would also return as the greatest villain in all comic book history. We are the Green not Goblin. So who knows what is going to happen? But like I said, with all these different multiverses and different timelines, anything can mm -hmm. happen. 
and like we said loki it's only had episode one so far but you can definitely see what they're doing and what they're going for yeah in the future of the mcu but the episode overall yeah it was, it was good i mean um I, it was it was a, a strong opener in like explaining what's going to be happening and everything um it wasn't like too, too exciting but i'm sure like it will lift off as the episodes go on just like one division and uh, falcon and soldier did to be honest um, yeah, they, definitely they picks up in first. but yeah um i'm excited about it um definitely you guys need to watch it if you've not seen it yet and um, it's an emotional roller coaster of its own in one episode um for paul loki but um yeah i'm just excited about seeing Owen wilson um yeah. <laughs> it's just such a cool dude anyway and seeing him work alongside tom hiddleston in this kind of a a uh, film, a uh, TV show, sorry, it's going to be, it's going to be really cool. Um, like you were saying, you know, I'm excited about what it means for the, the multiverse and everything. Um, when they, when they use the word madness, I was like, yes. So that's going to be cool. Um, and yeah, the idea that, like we were saying about Willem Dafoe coming back and all the people from all the Spider-Man films, that is just, it's just like a nerd's like dream, isn't it? You know, it's just, I love stuff like that. The thing, the thing, what was interesting though, watching the episode was um, the similarities to um, DC's um, Legends of Tomorrow, with obviously they have the Time Bureau um, going around and fixing anachronisms, and that's pretty much exactly what this group were doing. Well, they had a different name, variants. but they were calling them variants, and they had a different name for their organization. And but it's the same thing. But again, it's that classic Marvel DC thing of like. They have they have very you know mirroring um characters and and things in it so it's just the way it is. Who does things first? Usually DC, but you know whatever. But it looks good. I'm excited about it. So we'll see how the next six weeks go and where it leads on to. Five weeks. Five. We've more only weeks. watched one. There's only five yeah, more. Yeah, we've only got yeah. We've only got five more to go. Yeah, so, yeah, and I think by the time it does finish, at least by the time it's nearly finished, Black Widow will be out. So, so excited about Black Widow. I mean, I love Scarlet anyway as Black Widow, and um, but Florence obviously Pugh. Florence Pugh is in this, and we love Florence. She's so cool. David obviously, Harper. in um, uh, Fighting My Family and Little Women, she was great in those films. And so. Midsummer. And if you like horror and you've seen Midsummer, yeah, she's in that too. And obviously David Harbour from Stranger Things, and it, obviously many other things he's in. And Hellboy. But yeah, and Hellboy. And obviously Rachel Byers, who is just amazing. So super excited about that. Yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting. Yeah. Uh, but that's basically it for our reviews. We want to just leave you mm -hmm. with a, a personal recommendation, as mm -hmm. we like to do at the end of each episode. Yeah. So what we want to recommend for you is a new netflix special if you have not watched it yet it is by comedian bo burnham uh, i'm a massive bo burnham fan i have been for many years uh, way before the netflix days of what make happy and uh, inside and um, he's a youtube star when he was 16 and then he went on to do um stand-up comedy after that he had a few specials words 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 and then went to Netflix and did what? He then released Make Happy in 2017 and then had to basically retire from comedy because he was having anxiety and panic attacks and he didn't want to perform anymore. And he mentions in this special inside that he was starting to get a little bit better and he was thinking of maybe making a comeback. And then COVID hits and obviously throws everybody into proportion. And like I said, everybody struggles with mental health or uh, can struggle with isolation as well especially 
um, the past year that's happened. I know a lot of people have struggled. And this special is filmed just him in a room over, I think he wanted to complete it in six months, but it took 12 months. Yeah. Um, and it's just him 12 months in this room creating all of these specials, uh, special creating all of these songs and uh, acts within within this one room. And it's a, a 90 minute special on Netflix called Inside. And it's just a beautiful, like incredible, funny story. He talks about his mental health and the issues that he's had, whilst also poking fun at politicians, Jeffrey <laughs> Bezos, um, and people on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Most particularly white, white women. women. Uh, like you said. <laughs> yeah. But um, for anyone that um, isn't is unsure if they do want to watch it, like I said he does have two other specials. On Netflix, what and make happy. What came out, I believe, in 2013, make happy in 2017, and this one, obviously, 2021. So there's like four years difference between them all. You can definitely see the development in his comedy and his act over that time as well. Um, but this one is a is a it's more serious. Uh, this one, yeah. there are these great funny moments in it, but he is talking about serious topics like mm-hmm. his mental health and and his anxiety as well. So I wouldn't recommend. Starting, starting with now. this one, uh, I'd recommend if you've only got access to Netflix, do what make happy and then inside. If you do have access to any other means, I would recommend words, words, words. That's his first proper special that he did, and my personal favourite one as well. And like you see the development of him as a person and his character and persona over the four specials as well, and it definitely hits home when you do get to inside as well. Yeah. For anyone that just wants to watch something from inside, I do recommend you do watch the whole show. But yeah. uh, White Women's Instagram and also Welcome to the Internet are available on Bo Burnham's YouTube channel, so you can watch them as well. I know Mercedes never heard of Bo Burnham until me, so yeah. you're welcome. Yeah, I yeah, I love him. <laughs> Seriously, like Jamie introduced me to him a couple of years ago. Um, I, Bo, get back out there, come to the UK, we want to see you live, man. You um, went to Preston once. But no, I yeah, like he says, I would definitely recommend starting with his, his first shows and um, falling in love with him, you know, and seeing the development and, and his, ama- his other amazing songs because he's so talented. The thing with Bowie, he's not just funny, he's a talented songwriter. There's so um, many different layers. To yeah. Him. So Each line of his song is well thought out and there's yeah. a reason. And he'll like Why? bring you in with one thing, and then he'll like suddenly surprise you and throw something else. That like another another like the next sentence will be oh, like, whoa, okay. <laughs> and you're like, wow. So he's just brilliant. Um, I was introduced to him mainly with the song like that country song, and where he takes the mick out of stadium country artists. He appreciates proper country music, but obviously there's a lot of country artists maybe who are doing it just for the uh, you know, and aren't quite legit. Um, so it's a really great song. I definitely recommend checking out Country Song. It's hilarious. But there's just, oh, yeah, watch his original shows and then go on and watch Inside. Um, because like Jamie says, it it really, like, hits you hard um, with those emotional bits. But the, the great thing with me will be, like, really serious and emotional. And then suddenly it'll be like, <laughs> it'll bring out this hilarious um, song that just knocks you out of the park. Um, and, yeah, when White Woman's Instagram came on, part way through oh my god it was the best thing ever and i cannot get it out of my head so it only just been recently replaced because we weren't seeing the heights 
But I, I was bored walking around work just saying, white woman, white woman's Instagram. And my friends are like, what the hell are you on about? So, yeah, if, if you're not that bothered about um, actually watching the shows properly, definitely check those out. Definitely check out white woman's Instagram and welcome to the internet on YouTube. But we do highly recommend watching the full show because it, it's even better. And for anyone that does want to listen to comedy as well, all of them are available on Spotify as well. Words, words, words. Mm-hmm. What and inside are available. I don't think Make Happy is available on Spotify, but all the rest of them are available. And his earlier work as well, from his earlier albums that he's released as well. Yeah. He also does have a book of poems called Egghead, which I have down here somewhere. <laughs> so he is amazing. So definitely go check him out. That is my recommendation, oh. our recommendation. Yeah because you love him I do. the thing about Bo as well is is an, act, is an actor as well like he yeah. was in Promising Young Woman if you've seen that recently and he's been in something else as well he was he in Rough Night Rough as well uh, with Scarlett Johansson he also directed the movie Eighth Grade which starring Elsie Fisher and he did get some pretty high praise for that film as well he did win some some awards for that film not at the Oscars or or the Golden Globes, but it, he did do well in other other award shows like the Spirit Awards and stuff. He did very well in them. But um, yeah, that's basically that's it Bo. for that's Bo, and that's basically it for this week's episode of Cine Lovers. So I want to thank you all for Thanks, joining us for either listening to us on Spotify or Apple or Deezer, wherever you find your podcast. If you're watching us on YouTube, hello. hello. Make sure you press that subscribe or follow button so you can never miss an episode. You can <laughs> at us, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Cine Lovers Podcast. Yeah, and please do that because um, you actually then get a bit of an idea of what we'll be talking about in the episodes coming up because we usually like post a bit about what um, what we're doing throughout the week or throughout the fortnight and what we're going to be talking about. Um, and you can also give us your recommendations or like feedback on what you guys think as well. Um, but homework for this week is go see A Quiet Place Part 2, go see In the Heights, get those trailers, watch, let us know what you think and watch Loki. Jeez. 